Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our heart and that it will grow up into a mighty oak and that we will live thereby. We thank you and we honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are into our third and final episode of our series entitled Thanks and Giving. And our opening thought for today is a thankful heart leads to a giving heart. A thankful heart leads to a giving heart. As we have gone on this three-week journey, we started off with episode number one, which discussed gratitude's power is nearness to God. Then we went from that to thanksgiving through life's storms in episode number two. And our subtitle for today, episode number three, is Thankful Hearts, World-Changing Generosity. Thankful Hearts, World-Changing Generosity. Let's look at the definitions. The first definition is thanks. Thanks is an expression of gratitude, an acknowledgement made to express a sense of favor or kindness received. Giving, giving is the act of bestowing, conferring, imparting, granting, or delivering. And heart. Heart is the inner part of a person and refers to our will, our mind, our consciousness, our emotions, and understanding. It also refers to a person's moral character and determination. Furthermore, the heart is the place of knowledge, memory, and reflection. We're going to be in the Old Testament today, journeying through the lives of the children of Israel after they have left Egypt, as they are journeying to the land of promise. We're going to be in Exodus 35 and Exodus 36. Exodus 35 is going to be verses 4 through 9. Actually, it would pay for you to read the whole thing, but for time, I just pulled that out. And then we're going to go Exodus 36, 1 through 7. Again, it would help if you read the whole chapter, but we're just going to pull this little excerpt out for you to review. Exodus 35 and 4 says this. This is the English Standard Version. It says, Moses said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, this is the thing that the Lord has commanded. Take from among you a contribution to the Lord. Whoever is of a generous heart, let him bring the Lord's contribution, gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen, goat's hair, tanned ram skins and goat skins, acada wood, 
oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, and ox stones and stones for setting for the ephod and for the breast piece. Exodus 36, 1 through 7. Bezalel and Ohaliab and every craftsman in whom the Lord has put skill and intelligence to know how to do any work in the construction of the sanctuary shall work in accordance with all that the Lord has commanded. And the, Moses called Bezalel and Oholiab <coughs> and every craftsman in whose mind the Lord had put skill, everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to do the work. And they received from Moses all the contribution that the people of Israel had brought for doing the work on the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning. So then all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, the people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command and word was proclaimed throughout the camp. Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing. For the material they had was sufficient to do the work and more. Father, we ask that you will bless your word and that it will resonate in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. They were traveling and God says, I want you all to go ahead and construct, as he was talking to Moses, I want you to construct a place for me to dwell. Moses lays out the plan and he tells all the people, hey, I want, God wants to place a sanctuary so that he can dwell among us. Now, You've probably heard the, name, the other name used for the sanctuary called the tabernacle. And Moses begins by saying, hey, everybody, make an offering to the Lord. And then Moses says, these are the things that we need in order to build this sanctuary. So bring all these items if you want to. This is a free will offering. This is an offering of being thankful unto the Lord. So Moses makes this request <clears throat> and he again asks the people to willfully but freely to give. Right? He says everyone who's willing is to bring the offering to the Lord. So this word willing means having an open heart, a, a desire in order to not be coerced, not to be forced, but you doing this because you want to. And it also means that it is coming from the source of life, the, the center of who you are. You have this desire in order to participate. So 
essentially Moses is saying, if you have a generous heart, we want you to give. This is not a mandatory, this is not a commanded giving, but this is a free will giving. As they are moved in their hearts. Paul decides to reiterate this when he says that you should not be giving under compulsion, but you should be giving based upon the conversation that you had during the week with the Lord. As it is in your heart to give, that is how you should give. Freely, without reservation, without feeling that someone is telling you that the roof of your house is going to cave in if you don't give. They'll tell you that the reason you have four flat tires is because you didn't give a certain amount uh, last week. Not, none of the stuff that will push a person to feel that if they don't give, terrible things are going to happen in their lives. But having a different type of attitude, a different type of mindset, I want to show the Lord thanks by being generous. I want to reveal to the people, to people, that God is good because he has blessed me in order to what? To be a blessing. Then as we look at this, we see that the people responded. Moses didn't say, I want 100 people to give 10 shillings and I want 400 people. He, didn't, he just said, give as in your heart to give. And they responded. And as they were responding, Moses called for those that God had given the wisdom in order to do these things, and he distributed all the offerings to those skilled workers. And it got to the point that the, the construction had started, everything was in place, and they kept bringing them stuff. And they, and they were just like, hey, Moses, we actually have too much. We need to stop all this. This is, this, is, this is causing complications. They had to stop doing their work so they could say, Moses, the people are bringing too much stuff. They are bringing more stuff than what we can do with what the Lord has commanded us to be done. Now, some people would have said, well, we'll just save it up for the next time something happens. Or we'll just keep, keep having them give so that we could, you know, have some contingency. But what Moses did, because, I'm, no, I'm not going to jump ahead. Be, what Moses did, he said, okay. You all can stop giving for this reason. Why? Because he had to restrain them because God had said, this is what I want. This is what I need to get what I want and have the people bring it with a joyful heart. And they did. Where I was going to go a couple sentences pre previously was the fact that 
sometimes we think that because the people are giving that is something that we said or something that we've done that caused them to feel that they need to give. But when you set the precedence to say give in the manner in which you love God and you want to see what he's done, if when God has told you to do it in that manner, then when you reach the goal that God has set, guess what you say? You can stop giving. I know, uh, I'm going to get two emails on that one. Why? Because God has a plan and God is also maturing and seeing if you're going to be obedient to what he has directed. I need, God says, I need this amount of gold in order to build this portion of the tabernacle. Once you reach that point, then you say, I don't need any more gold for that. But we have the mindset that more is better. And Lord, we can, we can do more with the, the additional. But God says no. Why? Because it is important for us as the leaders to be obedient to the word of God. Just as it is important for us to desire the people that serve the Lord to be obedient to God. God tells you a thing, then you follow the thing. We don't add more to it. We don't take away from it. We do what the Lord says. Reminds me of a young man who God called out by the name of Gideon. And, and he told Gideon to call all the people of Israel. And 30,000 jokers showed up. And God said, this is too many. Tell everybody that's scared to go home. And jokers took off. And God got it down to 300. He used 300 men in order to do what he needed to be done. Why? Because God has a plan that includes us, but we are not the totality of the plan. And so, as we have said before, if we want to God's blessing, then we got to do it God's way. We do it the Bible way, we get the Bible results. So, if if Moses would have just taken on all this, this stuff and just had this overage, guess what? It would have shown that Moses was not really listening to the voice of the Lord. It would show that Moses had a little pride, a little selfishness going on. And next thing he would know is that God would not trust him with the next thing. And so we see, and we can go back, we can see that Israel's willingness to give was just an overflow of them being thankful. Can you imagine? You were, you were generations, generations that had been under this bondage, didn't have nothing, but when you left for freedom, God tells you to ask the people for some, a going away present, and they give you all this stuff. You traveling and, and, and when, thing, when you thought things were going to be bad because you had mountains on the right, mountains on the left, the sea in front of you, the Egyptian army coming behind you and God delivers you again. Yeah. 
You're traveling and you're hungry and God sends food. You're traveling and you're thirsty. God sends water. And then God says, hey, hey, I, I, I would love to dwell among, among y'all. Could y'all just give me a little something to help me build my house? Can you see how excited they were to repay God for all that he had done for them? That's why they were every morning they were making it a part of their daily ritual. We're going to take this up to the house of the Lord so that he can have because he's been so good to us. He's gone with us. He's been a pillar of fire in the night. He's been a a cloud, a pillar of cloud in the day. He has been with us. He has watched over us. He has kept us. How can I not be thankful? How can I not do this? But he still says, if you don't want to, you don't have to. He says, I want you to give out of your heart and, and to just be thankful to me to, uh, for my my." Goodness, my provision, my presence, and having this natural overflow of generosity in your life. Why? A thankful heart leads to a giving heart. Has anybody ever done something nice for you and you say what? What's the thing? You say thank you and then you say, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything that you need? And most of the time folks say, no, no, no. He said, well, I've got to do something for you. Why? Because when you're thankful, you want to be a blessing. When you've been blessed, you want to be a blessing. When I am blessed, I want to be a blessing. Why? Because it just seems to go hand in hand. When you're thankful, you look for opportunities to be a blessing. I ran into this story, and I want, to, I want to read it to you. Eileen Taylor was in the drive through line at Heavenly Donuts. She was thankful for the kind gesture of a stranger paying for her coffee the day before. Eileen was out of work and short on cash. However, out of thankfulness for the act of kindness the day before, she decided to pay for the family's Donuts in the car behind her, an order which totaled $12. As a result of her actions, many more people were thankful and became givers themselves. In fact, her act of generosity led to a chain reaction of 55 customers paying for the person behind them in line. This lasted for two and a half hours. Why? Because when you're thankful, you look for another way to bless someone else. A personal story, I told this one before, that uh, Lady Yolanda and my daughter were going to a store, and y'all know how I am about stores, and they didn't have a, have a, father, a, a husband's bench, so I, I was going to an electronic store. On my way, I met uh, a homeless guy, um, and I uh, asked him, was he hungry? He said yes, so I got, him, I got him some pizza. And it turns around after I gave him the pizza and all this other stuff, he happened to be sitting by the door of the store that Yolanda and my daughter were coming out of, and he offered them some of the pizza that I had given him. Why? Because when you're thankful, you want to be generous. Now, I got to throw one of my, my curves into this. So the converse of this is, if you're ungrateful, you're going to be stingy. 
right? So if you're thankful, you're going to be generous. If you're ungrateful or unthankful, you're going to be stingy. So with that set before us, which category do you fall in by the results? Are you a generous person or are you stingy? Don't look straight ahead. Nobody knows I'm talking about you. All right. But don't raise your hands either. I don't want nobody. You put up your hand and folks come running after you asking you to be generous. We have to understand that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Thankfulness, generosity. Ungrateful, unthankfulness makes us stingy, makes us closed fist, makes us uh, resistant to help. And we want to be people that have the mindset of being thankful to God for all I may have is two cents, but that means I can give a penny to somebody else that may need it. When we get that mindset of how I can help someone else, how I can influence the life of someone else by being a blessing to them, it will change our whole atmosphere about how we interact with people. Can we be like the children of Israel where we become so thankful to God that we are giving in such a, 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 a magnitude that folks say, don't, don't, don't bless me no more. You've been such a blessing to me. Don't bless me no more. I know y'all probably sitting back there saying, I wish somebody would do me like that. But there's the attitude, not necessarily the action. Can we wrap our mind about being, uh, looking for an opportunity to be a giver? Can we look for those opportunities? Why? Because, the, as we said, giving is manifested in a thankful heart. Is my heart thankful? Is thankfulness a part of my characteristics? Is being thankful to God for all that he's given me an operating system that I am operating in? Why is it so important? Because God is a giver. Because he's a giver and you are one of his ambassadors, then you as a uh, ambassador of the kingdom of heaven should also be a giver. Amen? When we started out, my opening statement was this. A thankful heart leads to a giving heart. And so my final thought for today is this. As we cultivate thankful hearts for God's goodness, provision, and presence, generosity that impacts the world will flow naturally from our lives. Let me say that one more time. As we cultivate, as we work on, as we build up thankful hearts for God's goodness, provision, and presence, generosity that impacts the world will flow naturally from our lives. We will not have the mindset where pastor said I got to do this. We look for opportunities to do this because it is a result of how good God's been 
to us. Amen? Amen. Amen. In fact, I just want to take a really quick moment and just say this, that if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I am so grateful, I'm so thankful that I can offer you a provision by which you can change that in your life. The Bible says it like this. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And then it goes on to even say that for everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you have not accepted the Lord's gift to you of Jesus, then the Bible also goes on to say that you are missing the mark and that you are separated from God. And God wants to rescue you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to uh, save you from the penalty of sin. And that is this gift that you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And Jesus comes in and begins to do a great and mighty work in your life. Now, I want to tell you this, that we believe that this is not an individual uh, event, but it's a team sport. And we want to come alongside you and assist you along this journey. So wherever you are in the world, we want you to contact us at info at godshousecc.com or you can text us at 864-920-0100. Let us know that you've made that decision today. We want to, come, as I said, come alongside you, assist you along this journey that we can help you to become all that God wants for you to be. Well, friends and family, that is the end of episode number three. The final episode of our series in thanks and giving. Being thankful hearts cause world changing generosity. We hope something that was said today will cause you to look for opportunities to listen to God speaking to your heart on how you should give. And as you, as you are being thankful to him for all that he has done, that he will continue to open up opportunities for you to be a blessing to others. And with that said, we're going to be starting our a new series. Well, actually next week starts Advent, so we'll be starting our Advent starting uh, next week. Uh, our Advent series, and then, man, it'll be the end of the year. So, catch, us, catch up with us next week. Same time, same channel, same location. Just come on out and bless the name of the Lord with us, and we will be happy to have you. And until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>